Welcome to Soul Lives, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to realize your soul beliefs. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Welcome back today, and I'm so glad you're here. And as you grow in your the power of your prayer and experiencing this new, maybe this new place of prayer, prayer or maybe it's just going to strengthen your prayer and remind you about praying for our kids. And um, when we have friends and they, you know, please pray for so-and-so because they're going through something or you've got to take that into heart. They've given you permission to pray, so therefore you have the right to be able to pray for the will and the purposes of God. Now, some of you may not know how to do that, how to do that with the Word. And so I'm just going to cover this one little bit here just to kind of give you an idea. I'm at Psalms 139. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thoughts afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue. Behold, but behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. And that's just Psalms 139, 1 through 4. And you can go through 5, 6, 7, 8 as you move on. So, in this Psalms, it talks about, Oh Lord, you have searched me. What if you change that to one of your kids, one of your grandkids? Oh Lord, you have searched Timothy and you know him. You, you know Gertrude. <laughs> That's a very old name, but you know her. You know Sally. If you take those me's out and you replace them, you know Sally sitting down and her rising up. You know George's sitting down. You know where he sits down, Lord Jesus. And you know where he rises. And that will get you started on beginning to pray forth the word into your child's life. Now you can do that with you know, many different scriptures, many different scriptures, replacing the me or maybe replacing the word, you know, the nation of Israel with, you know, George's family, Sally's family, what, whatever that is upon your heart. Replace it with your, your grandchildren's, you know, um, name. That will help you begin to pray the word for them. Now, if some of you struggle with, you don't know where to start, you know, what to, I mean, Psalms 139 is a great place to start, but there are other books around, you know, praying for your adult child is, you know, Stormy, Stormy or Martins, I think, and she writes about how to pray those scriptures and how to fight, and the biggest thing is, as parents, you are not alone in your struggle, and what your children are going through. 
I have worked with many families, many families. And sometimes there are very difficult things that people are having to walk through as families. But you're not, you're not alone. Struggling through even the loss of a family member. I've known some, you know, that have lost their parents when they've been much younger. And it's hard and it's a struggle and you, maybe you weren't ready. Maybe you had a great relationship and you weren't ready. But now it's time to turn your view onto the next generation. Because it's exactly what a believing parent. Maybe you have a parent that doesn't even know Jesus. <laughs> you got a lot of praying to do. You have a lot of praying to do to call forth your bloodline into the bloodline of Jesus Christ. To break those generational curses. And if you find a generational curse on you, you better break it for the sake of your kids, your kids' kids, your kids' 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 kids. However long a line that goes, break that for them so that they don't have to walk in that bloodline curse. You break it. Break that iniquity out of your life so that your children and your children can walk free. You want them to walk free. So you keep praying against it. You keep praying against that curse. You keep praying it until you see it eradicated out of your family. Eradicated out in the name of Jesus. We all have them. All of us have them. We all have them. So as the Lord brings it up, find it, get rid of it, move forward. You know, don't. Don't go down the line that you feel like nothing's changed, nothing's happened. Because you know what? (laughs) David even felt that way. David felt like, you know, oh Lord, when will you answer? When will you answer? But God eventually answered him, right? And some of David's prayers were still going through and we're going to be marching into the new kingdom with the answers of his prayers and of his thoughts. So as you move through this, remembering that boundaries are very, very important when you're walking with adult children. It is no longer your choice. You have no power. As your children are little, you have power, power, power. But as they begin to get older, you know, power to protect them, power to help lead them the right way, power to teach them, you know, all those things. But as they begin to get older and older, you lose power you lose authority in their life when they become an adult you have lost the physical natural authority in their life to get them to make the right decision or whatever you think is the right decision but God knows they're coming and going remember you just prayed that kind of that Psalms 139 for them God knows their comings and goings So you no longer have the authority to say, you have to do this. You just don't have that. What you can do and what you can say is, I I love you with a passion and I will pray that you make the right decision. And in my thoughts, I, I think blah, 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 blah might be the right way. And if it's totally opposite of what they are wanting to do, then you keep your mouth quiet. And as a parent, it's hard sometimes when you see something, you know, and, and it's so easy as a 
grandparent, you know, to see some of the parenting mistakes that your children are making. But you know what? We made them too. And somehow or another, Jesus was glorified and Jesus will come forth and come through. And it's not the, not the end of the world. You just have to keep praying and you keep praying and you keep praying. Maybe you have a grandchild that has special needs. You know, my um, oldest daughter was pregnant with twins and had all kinds of pregnancy issues because the way they were forming and bloodline twin to twin transfusion thing is what it was called. We had to go through surgery. And I remember my daughter had to go through this pregnancy surgery to save these two girls. And I wasn't allowed back in the room. <laughs> like, uh, excuse me, her husband was allowed to go back with her to the pre, you know, surgery room, whatever, and be there in the recovery room area. Not me, but you know, I've been with her her whole life. They've only been married a couple of years. I, I, I've, I'm the one that's been there. But it was right for me to step aside and let him be there. That's his wife. Just like I would want my husband there. Didn't mean she didn't want us there. We were there. But we were not in the room. Because that wasn't our place. That wasn't our place to be. And the difficulties of walking in that place for some parents is very hard. You have to know your role as a parent of an adult child. And your role is to make their marriage stronger, their faith stronger. And we went through this whole pregnancy and we ended up losing one. Thank God we got one out of the two. That was one of the most difficult times ever because you're grieving for the loss of one and you're rejoicing because you have one. It was the joy of the cross set before me with the suffering of the cross set before me. And through that, I had to learn how to let the two of them comfort each other. And it didn't mean I didn't comfort. I did. I was there. I talked to her. I, I helped her. But there were moments when she just needed to be with him and they needed to cry together. It was their child. Yes, I had experienced loss too. It was my grandchild, but it was their child. And I had to, to grieve and be the strength for her that she needed, that they both needed to make it through this situation. It was one of the most difficult times to walk through and have to learn my place as a parent through trauma. And your place as a parent through your child's trauma is to make your child's marriage stronger. Whatever that means to make it stronger. You know, John the Baptist said, I must decrease so he can increase. And that is your role. You must decrease so that your child's marriage can flourish because that is the heart of the Father. That is the heart of the Father. So some of you might be a child of a, of a parent that's having a hard time decreasing. You're going to have to step in and make that decrease happen because 
that is the appropriate role. That is the role. If you're a parent and you have an adult child in marriage, you got to decrease so that their marriage will become stronger. That covenant marriage is one of the most important things to God because He made covenant marriage. So I pray that you guys will get a revelation, whether you're a child that an adult parent, you know, a parent is not walking out of and, and trying to be supportive of you or whether it's vice versa. But you have to know as your children all grow, your role is supposed to decrease. It doesn't mean like be zapping out of there. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about decreasing in the authority and in the placement. When you give that child over for marriage, you are giving that child over to a covenant relationship with Christ in the middle. And it doesn't involve you. It involves you in the support of all that. And sometimes it's hard. That is hard. But you guys can do this. So pray about what role that you're having in this parent-child relationship and put it before the Lord and begin to pray those scriptures for your children and watch God work. It's amazing. Thank you guys for listening. I hope that you have a very, very blessed day. Bye-bye. Soul Lies is meant for information only. It is not a substitute for counseling.